So, what did you enjoy about being an art teacher? It was a great intersection of being both a Christian and a creative. Um, Christian because of just being relational and wanting to impact young people and influence young people. And then being an artist, you know, believing that people are made in the image of God and that we were imagined to imagine and created to create. It was a great opportunity to draw that and affirm that and um, guide that within the students. What did you enjoy about it? Like, I'm an artist, and so seeing things created and made was enjoyable in young people, and then the sense of accomplishment and for them to realize they could do something that they didn't think they could do or as all art is going from nothing to something that whole process was very satisfying to see within students cool so how's being an artist informed how you be a parent uh, attempting to encourage creativity within my own children and to affirm that and to um, encourage, channel, guide, uh, help towards them being creative people and not so linear and one-dimensional in who they are as people. So like, like explorative and just kind of like be free to venture and try new things kind of? Is that what you're saying? I was specifically talking about being creative as in the arts. Okay. Can I get what you're saying? So, you know how Jesus says, like, well, he is the potter, we are the clay, and, or sometimes we're like sculptures, and Jesus is molding us into who he wants us to be. Um, what do you think about that analogy? Oh. I don't think that passage was talking about that as more as far as him being the potter and the clay is that he could decide what he wishes to do with us as his vessels. And the idea of us being like a sculpture is more from other people and not from the Bible, but it's good thinking, good ideas. Um, so, yes, God does mold, God does um, refine us and uses both his word, his truth, and people in our lives and circumstances to mold us. He calls us his workmanship. And so that's can be translated into an art piece or a poem. And so God does look at us with that level of intentionality as he molds and makes us Okay. Uh, did you imagine yourself when you were younger to be like a teacher or administrator? No. Okay. So when did you want to like be suddenly have the idea to become a teacher? Well, I don't know. If, I don't know if it was sudden, but like when did you start thinking that was a good idea? When I was in college, I had friends that were already teaching in schools, and I would share with them that I would enjoy the opportunity to teach their classes just to come as a guest artist anytime they wanted. So I was already 
entertaining ideas of engaging with students. I was already a counselor, and now it seemed very natural to share, encourage creativity within students. Cool. Uh, where were you, camp counselor? I was a camp counselor for years at Camp Awanata, which was middle school ministry at Fellowship Bible Church. Was it on the church campus? No, it was in South Carolina during the summer. Yeah, got it. Um, how was college for you, and how's it informed how you how you parent your kids? Like, what did you what have you done intentionally to prepare your kids for college? College everything. For me. I don't know. Like, was there something in college that you're like, man, I don't want my kids to be like that or to do these kind of things? So I'm gonna raise them in this way to do this. No. Is that a question that is being asked? I don't know. I was just wondering. It's like, was is this being recorded? Yeah. It's just like I was asking, was there anything that was like that? Like, oh, I made that mistake. I don't want my kids to make that mistake. Sure. Yeah, okay. Um, <clears throat> what part of me when I was little do you think makes me or reminds me, reminds you of who I am today? Like, was there something that I did when I was younger, like I drew a lot, they're kind of like, oh, he's gonna, he's still an artist, or, you know. Uh, I would say that, um, yes, you're creative when you're younger, very creative, and so that's continued. Uh, You were careful, in a way, not careful in all things, but there's a carefulness, a cautious, cautious side. What that look uh, like? A shyness, and that happened. Became more shy, or something happened when you're in around third grade, but that made you a little more that way. Because you weren't that way around your cousins. How was I more cautious? Just work. Just work. What did that look like? It's like... Uh, it didn't be? want to try new things as far as outside or doing places or going things. Hmm. Weren't as adventurous when you were younger. Yeah. Be kind of encouraged to do it. How's being a principal, um, or how's how's being a principal at work connected to being a leader at home? Oh, both require leadership. Both require listening. Both require patience. Both require sensitivity. Both require people. Both require um, being relational. Uh, both require prayer, prayer. Both require um, working with another person. How has working with students helped you be a parent? Uh, 
thousands of circumstances makes you be able to think about circumstances with a level of context that things aren't new that I've been around hundreds and hundreds of seniors so I get seniors at all times of the year and all times of months and then what they are like in the last month that their characteristics are not some new thing and things aren't original even though certain people think they're original with them and they're just patterns so I'd say that similar things with freshmen as far as when they come out of middle school just the, the experience there's not a lot of new things do you think that's what helps teachers just be very consistent in what they're doing? Just that there's a level of sameness and expect that they can expect each time? Well, you're working with students. If you're teaching the same subject matter, the, the, the difference that's in, enjoyable is that you have different students. And so you might be teaching the same content, but what makes it exciting is you have different people if you don't engage with the students and connect with them then the class can become very boring that's true what really do you think makes teaching fun well you have to have first of all people who are good at what they do and know what they do and they're they, it's called a level of competency and confidence in students can sense that even without knowing a lot so they can sense it in the first week and then you have weeks of that being just reinforced and so you may have a, a strong first impression that may be right or wrong but they can often sense and so I'd say having people who are good at what they do in this then almost equally important well, the first one is and they're both priorities is that they have to be relational or they should be doing something else they should not be in the business or the work of high school if they're not relational that's just oxymoronic do something else with your life you're wasting your time and by relational you mean friendly and engaging and fun and of course relational Um, Matthew six twenty one says, "Where your treasure is, there your heart will be also." How have you applied this verse in your life? Uh, I have valued and put a lot of myself into the school that you're a part of, Fellowship Christian School because it's, it's given a lot to me and blessed me and, I've, and it's been a great place to work every man has to work so it's great when you can get go and work at a place that you actually enjoy so I would say that uh, it's been a blessing for my children to go to a Christian school that's a good school and Every time I thought about doing something else, it's usually come to me not wanting to change um, for both enjoyment of where I'm at, but also the reality of the place that my kids are getting to go to school is significant on who they are becoming as young people.
That's really cool. And each of your kids, where do you, where are some things that you saw in them when they were younger that are still part of them now? Kind of like that question earlier. Basic characteristics. Yeah, they're they're all they they hold true. They just look different as they get older. Okay. There are more. How has learning and reading all your books about theology um, and Christian thinking helped you um, in being a principal? Everybody lives from a worldview, and so if you think more rightly about God or more rightly, rightly about what he said about reality, then you have perspective. And if you use it well, and then it becomes more like wisdom, meaning you take into account other things that are also true and found in the scripture. You might have something that's true, but if you're not loving, then it just becomes harsh and insensitive. You may have love, but if you don't have truth, then it gets sappy and it looks like caring, but then it's just not being really honest about the situation. So you both want to be truthful and also loving. So God's word hones and helps with that balance, that perspective. That's really good. Thank you. Um, if there's one skill or lesson that you'd like me to learn before I go to college, what would it be? Or three things if you want. There are things that are already true in you within measure. So I'd say I'd just encourage you all the more. I'd say humility. And secondly, I'd probably say teachability. And then thirdly, I'd probably say um, I qualify it, but if I say productivity, meaning actually accomplishing and getting things done, and uh, and the joy that comes from that, so I'd say those three things. Can you can you elaborate on those? Shortly, since this is just a short interview. Um, humility. Uh, when someone has humility, they are um, listening and will have an ear to wisdom and they'll be more affected by what is right and true and excellent and beautiful. Um, but if you don't have humility, you, don't, you won't have eyes or ears to hear it. It might be straight in front of you. As I teach ability, which is similar, but teachability that uh, hunger to learn and understand and know so it corresponds to like curiosity but it's really the stance of a learner of being uh, just being teachable and yielding to things so it's not just yearning like I want to learn things but it's also yielding meaning there's a humility that corresponds to learning 
that you don't know all things. In fact, you know very few things. But recognizing that's true, that's the beginning of wisdom, part of it, so that you can receive and grow. And the productivity part? Uh, that um, God doesn't want us, like when he talks about knowledge can be puffed up, he's not anti-knowledge. He's anti-knowledge collecting like a cesspool. Um, our lives are supposed to overflow onto others. Our knowledge is to be applied and used. Our creativity is to create. It's not just to be a creative person and talk about it. It's to actually do and to act. God is about us manifesting things, not just being stuck in a mode. So he is um, love is active and it does things as the author says love does um, it's not just love so it's uh, in fact if it does not do things it does not move you then it's not it you have missed it there's a misunderstanding um, so so it's just the proactivity would be the encouragement to to not just know the idea and un think you understand things but true understanding manifests itself in, in encompassing whatever the idea may be there's action so if you saw a person that got the idea of soccer and understood the idea of soccer but never kicked a soccer ball you would probably argue that they really don't understand soccer even though they'd say I, I get soccer yeah, you'd be rightfully questioning them. If a person... Okay, so 